1: Well, welcome. You know the country right now is divided quite literally and increasing more each day. Have you noticed it? Whether it's politics, whether it's about race, or religion, whether it's about health care or how we raise our children, or do we vaccinate children or not? or what do we eat uh, you know, uh, vegetarian or do we eat uh, meat? You know, people are are just completely. Really, any any time I talk to anybody now, it's like somebody's polarized on one side or the other of that. Do you do you not agree? Do we not see this? There's a lot of statistics around it. When I did the research for this show, I uh, uh, tuned into some of the uh, polls that they've been doing uh, with Democrat and Republican in in the different states. And my goodness, from 1992 until today, we are so polarized in so many so many areas. So I believe it's imperative for us to realize the nature of what has fractalized us and driven a wedge between us. We can only work towards solutions when we understand the nature of the problem. And this show is dedicated to showing you the nature of the problems and giving you practical solutions that you will do be able to do your part to implement more creativity, more harmony in your life and in our communities. This is your co-host, Kendi Foster. Today our show is called The Courage to Overcome Abuse, and this is one issue that we're not polarized on. So, you know, there is a lot of Abuse and violence going on in our nation today as we speak. It's happening in politics. It's happening in our homes. It's happening in our communities. And quite frankly, in my point of view, it has to stop. And we all know that. You know, did you know that in October, October 1981, the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence launched a day of unity for those combating domestic violence? Uh, to connect and to unite. And over the years, the day has evolved into a national month of awareness on the issues of domestic violence and intimate partner violence across the United States. And by the way, the month is this month. It is October, which is why I'm doing this show. We're kicking off the month this way. I want to say, it's important for us to deepen our understanding of issues that lift us up and connect us together because that's the only way we're going to stop the violence in this nation. That's the only way. You know, it's, it's, it's not about guns, having guns or not having guns. It's not about um, being uh, on the left or the right of an issue. What it is is we don't need more polarization. We need more wisdom in this country. You know, in the United States today, the average there's an average of 10 million abuse, abuse victims annually. In Canada, 25% of all violent crimes reported to police involve family violence. In the United Kingdom, an estimated 4.3 million women aged 16 to 59 have experienced domestic abuse. In Mexico, in 2016, a nationwide survey reported that 43.9%, 44% of women have suffered some form of intimate partner violence in their lifetime. So how do we get into this mess? You know, from my point of view, it really starts with a disconnection from our own self. From, it's, it, it starts with a disconnection of even understanding why we're here, what we're about, why, why we came into this, this life. Um, it starts there. You know, who are we at the depth of our soul? You know, are we these egos that need to, uh, we need to act out in violent ways and always be right about whatever issue it is? Or are we something greater than that? You know, are we? Do we have to live in a fear-based thinking constantly? Right? If somebody mentions that uh, you're going to uh, you're going to uh, uh, experience a tornado, do you live your life thinking about tornadoes until you finally have to move to the Midwest and experience one? I mean, I'm just saying. Right? This is just, it's crazy. We have to start to understand who we are at the core of our beings. And all of us, at the core of our beings, we have a sense of peace, a sense of joy, a sense of happiness, a sense of love in there. Now, you may not be experiencing that right now. And why is that? Because I, I'm going to submit that you've, you've got yourself in a place where I had myself for many, many, many years of connecting to stories. Stories about what's right and wrong, what's good and bad. Stories about who I am and who I'm not. Stories about how good, how how uh, less than I am and how greater than I am than other people. Just stories, right? And, you know, those stories lead us out of a place of joy. Because if we're constantly in a story and constantly telling ourselves stories about What's right or wrong, we are in a, in a very deep sense disrespecting our own spirit, our own presence. So how do you get out of the story? How do you get out of it? Well, one of the ways you get out of it is starting to become conscious of it and aware of it. So what are the stories are you telling yourself right now, even if you're listening to me? Wow, I like this. I don't like this oh, this is right, this is wrong, this is truth, this is lies. Well, what if you transcended that, right, just for a moment and got in the present moment, and just just for a moment, just kind of felt your body, felt where you are? Are you connected to yourself, to your soul, to your presence? You know, none of this story exists in the past or the future. It's, it's really something you're just bringing into your life in the present moment constantly. So what if you created a A better story, right? What if we created a story built on truth? And you know, one of the truths that we all know at some level is that we're all connected. We're all souls. We're all connected to one another. We we don't have to think of the next. You know, we don't have to buy into the next politician that wants to make this person right and this person wrong. We don't have to necessarily do that, do we? We don't have to buy into. Uh, living in a home where, there's, where, where we're being treated as someone that's less than Holy Spirit. That's what we are. We can move out of those situations. We can stop. Listen, in order for there to be a victim, there has to be an abuser. And for in order there to be an abuser, there has to be a victim. So if you're the victim and you're tired of being abused, I'm going to give you some real keys on how to do that today with my next guest. But if you're an abuser and you're tired of being an abuser, there's ways to get help here, to stop your, your stories, to stop thinking that you have to be right all the time. We have to become conscious of the roles we're playing in order to break the abusive patterns and we can't change what we can't acknowledge. So if you can't acknowledge that you are the one that's bullying, you're the one that's abusing, or you're the one that's a victim, you're never going to change. Things are going to remain the way they are again and again and again, right? So all you have to do is start to acknowledge it, and then I'm going to give you some keys with Rosie on how to really walk out of these abusive situations that you may have put yourself in, whether it's listening to all the... Uh, dissemination on the on the news or on your, your iPhone, wherever it is, or whether you're actually in that situation in your own home. Actually, you're in it all over the place. All right. Sorry to rag on you guys today, but I'm passionate about this. I'll be right back. We'll be back with more Voices of
2: Courage with Ken Foster. Confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and break through obstacles. Visit KenDFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDFoster.com. That's KenDFoster.com. KenDFoster.com.
3: Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life?
0: We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. Whatever
3: it takes. Because I love the adrenaline in my veins. I
1: do whatever it takes. All righty. Welcome back. And will you do whatever it takes? I'm hoping you're saying yes to end domestic violence in this in your home maybe or in, in uh, the homes of others. The shows today is called The Courage to Overcome Abuse in Our Homes and Nation. And in studio, I have a very special guest. She's really an expert in uh, domestic uh, violence. Uh, she lived through it. and um, she was trapped in an emotionally, mentally, and financially abusive relationship for 25 years. Uh, she engineered an international escape from the Middle East to save her daughter and herself from domestic violence. She was stunted by PTSD and nearly mentally destroyed. She reinvented herself since then and um, since she arrived back in the United States. Her name is Rosie Ayello. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, today she's a business owner. She's uh a speaker, best-selling author, and international award-winning entrepreneur, and Rosie has dedicated her life to helping women worldwide reclaim their voice, their worth, their confidence, and courage. Rosie, welcome to the show.
4: Well, thank you for being, not just for letting me be here. I tell you, I've been looking forward to it, Ken.
1: Well, uh, we, you know, you heard the first segment, and I'm, I'm a little passionate about this. Uh, what's going on in our nation with the uh, fragmentation and the polarization of, of, of all of us, you know, and, and I, I think what happens when people are polarized like that is they, um, they start to believe they're really right. And whatever, whatever their, their rightness is about, if it's hurting another human being, it's wrong. So how did you, what, let's talk about your story. How, how did you get into this situation and how'd you get out?
4: what's interesting is, you know, people, you know, when we get married or even into a relationship, you're not expecting the person that you love or care about is going to just abuse you and and diminish you and insult you and put you down. Uh, So you don't go in with that frame of mind and you're not expecting it. And... The the man that I ended up marrying and moving to the Middle East for almost twenty five years. I was um, half the time in Saudi Arabia and half the time in Beirut, Lebanon. Um, he wasn't horrible the whole time. It was a roller coaster, and this is a very common um, characteristic of somebody who is an abuser. And this is why it's very difficult for women to leave. It's like, well, he's nice, and that's true. So we keep we hang on to the hope that he's going to change. We hang on to the hope that if we can just live, you know, love him enough, do good enough. But I realized that, you know, after the longer we were married, the abuse got worse. And when he started to really do the same thing to our daughter, we have one daughter, um, he was putting her down and diminishing her. Are
1: we talking physical abuse, mental, emotional, um, or all of it?
4: We're talking primarily about the emotional abuse, the psychological abuse, you know, saying things that aren't true, but you, you know, they are, but they say it with such declaration and, you know, being emphatic that you start to believe them. They distort your reality and financial abuse. I mean, I have an MBA in finance. It's almost embarrassing, but it doesn't matter. All these women are smart, the women I work with. So I had an MBA in finance. I managed the money, but he had it all. But he had it all. And he Took yeah. mine, that was all mine yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. So in the end, he just took it, took whatever he wanted to take.
4: Right. Everything was his.
1: Yeah. Everything was his. Okay. And so, how do you, um, like in hindsight, um, there were warning signs, right? What were some of the warning signs maybe when you got, before you even got involved, like when you were dating, what, right. what was happening?
4: Right. Well, this is really good because hindsight's great. And I didn't even know I was married 18 years before I even knew it was an abusive relationship. So I didn't have the vocabulary. I didn't have the awareness. So now looking back, I saw he was, you know, he, he'd get really upset if I didn't do something he asked immediately, you know, just like, you know, I'm working full time. He calls me, Oh, can you look into this for me? I didn't, he calls the next day. Oh, well, why didn't you do it? Well, you know, I'm, I'm working full time but he just has no compassion. I would feel in my stomach, you know, I felt in my stomach. I am telling women now, pay attention to your body. Yeah. And I just, it felt, you know, it just felt wrong. Yeah. But I, but there was that good part, you know, so I thought, Oh, I didn't, I, you know, the stories you were talking about in the first segment. Oh, well, you know, everyone's got a temper. Everyone, you know, you know, I would start to make excuses for his behavior And put it back onto me.
1: I love that because I think that when we start talking or rationalizing in global language, everybody does this. It always happens. This is the way it is. That kind of languaging is a red sign that something's off, right?
4: Absolutely, Ken. And I want people to really listen to that because it is a red flag. If you're starting to make excuses for his behavior, that's a red flag.
1: Right. So... All right, so you got in this thing, and uh, let, let I wanna I wanna define emotional abuse. It, you lived it. How do we? Because you said you were in it for twenty or eighteen years, and you you really didn't have the language. You really didn't even define that you were in an abusive uh, relationship. And I think there's a lot of people out there right now. I, I mean, I see it going on 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 TV. where we're we've got politicians attacking mm. each other. They don't realize how abusive this is. Yes. Okay. They're just modeling something that's mm. been. "Quote okay in the culture, but it really isn't.
4: No, it's, so can it's, we
1: define that? Can if, you define that for
4: me? Well, there's a, there are a lot of examples. For example, they'll they'll tell you um, you're a liar. You're telling they'll tell you you for, you forgot. You're, they'll tell you you don't know what you're talking about. You're, they'll tell you they'll be insulting you left and right. Okay, so it's and and I'm a high performing like a lot of my clients. They're high performing women. So we I thought well I can just I can just do this. So they will um they'll they'll say oh please do this then they'll change the goals you do it but i'll give you a stupid simple example like um oh please fold my shirts this way then i fold the shirts that well no i don't now as soon as i do it well no no, i don't want it that way or um you will you know you can't you know why are you always leaving the house you're just abandoning me i like i couldn't I, you know, he made he made, a, he made me feel guilty that I would see my friend. So I had to make I had to lie. I had to go grocery shopping to be able to see a friend. This right. thing he creates conditions so you can't you you start to doubt everything you're doing.
1: I, I totally understand that. and I, and here's here's the challenge. When you're in that, you think it's normal because a lot of people don't have a um, a uh, they were or they were raised in environments. That were abusive, mentally or emotionally, and sometimes physically. And so, if you don't have the the model, you don't even know it. You think this is normal. Is that not true? Or you, yeah. What, I, how was your experience?
4: Well, I I wouldn't say I was in, uh, raised in an uh, emotionally abusive. Uh, no, I, was, uh, I wasn't. Right. I was that. I was saying other people. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that, but a little way. bit, you know. Maybe, but but that's just it. You don't you don't recognize it. Right. You, it's it's almost so subtle. That it's enough for you to doubt yourself. Okay, well, I guess I forgot that. Well, you m- know, m- maybe he's right. You'll start that kind of languaging. You'll—that's what you'll—you'll you'll start to, and you'll feel it. You'll feel it being off, and then you'll doubt that feeling, thinking that, well, he's right. I—I I must be wrong. That kind of those kinds of talks, you know, in internal dialogue that you have in your head, wh- that's a warning sign. That's another red flag of. This is not right. But recognizing it and taking action, big late.
1: Okay. So we're, uh, we're going to be, I'm going to have you in my next segment. and you know, We're going to be talking about some of the boundaries that we need to set in place um, once we start to acknowledge that, you know what, this isn't right. I'm not in the right place. And by the way, if you're in that place now and you're just wondering, you're listening to the show today, take some action around this. Like make a list of what the lies are that you're telling yourself, or maybe somebody else is telling you. Or if you can't even identify with lies, just go into that place where you don't feel right. Write down, make a list of where you don't feel right in in the relationship. And that'll that's a good starting place. We'll be right back. We'll be talking about boundaries.
0: We'll be back with more. Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster.
3: Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life, and you're not doing the things you want or love? found questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit the courage to change Everything.com. That's the courage to change Everything.com. Would you like to
2: help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org.
0: We're back with Voices of Courage with Ken D Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. And now your host, Ken D Foster. Whatever time.
1: Society today. Women are finding their voices and power in all areas of life. In one group that's been empowering women for over 25 years is called Women's Wisdom. They are our sponsor. They are the premier networking and relationship building group for purpose-driven female entrepreneurs. are here in the San Diego area. You can find them on the net at womenswisdom.net. That's womenswisdom.net. Also, I wanted to uh, thank my listeners uh, for tuning in. I really appreciate your feedback about the show. You can find us, of course, on uh, Facebook, which a lot of you are on Facebook Live right now. Thank you for all the hearts and the little thumbs up. We appreciate that that. Uh, you can also find us at uh, voicesofcourage.us, uh, voicesofcourage.us, where there's uh, some exciting gifts. And we also have um, uh, several uh, of our shows. You can listen to all the archives of this show. So, okay. Today, our show is a very important show. It's called The Courage to Overcome Abuse in Our Homes and Our Nations. And listen, I've been talking to Rosia Yellow, and uh, she agrees with me. In order to be uh, there to be a victim, there must be an abuser. In order for there to be an abuser, there must be a victim. And now we're going to talk about boundaries and how we can get out of this abuser-victim roles. It's Just crazy, isn't it?
4: It's very crazy. Uh, and uh, I, I just want to be able to, I want to tell the women uh, out there and, and the men, you know, the victims is that it's not your fault. You know, we, there's a lot of victim shaming, which just makes it even worse, but um, the people who do this are, um, uh, manipulative, they're narcissistic, they're psychopaths or sociopaths, you know, we're dealing with personality disorders that the, the average person is not used to. Um, if, if, if they were, you know, you know, like you were talking in your introduction, if, if the abuser recognized it, then he probably doesn't fall into those categories. He's like, Oh, I guess I've just been a little bit too rough. Cause I've had men come to me and tell me, wow, you changed my life. If I didn't hear that, I may, maybe I, I realize I have to change. And if I don't, I may lose my wife and daughter. Yeah, And that was a beautiful message to hear.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, with abusers it's, um, and with victims, it doesn't get better. If you're the abuser and you're pretending like you're not hurting somebody, but you are If you you hear this message, there's some way that you're inflicting pain on another human being. You are in some way an abuser, and you need to acknowledge that. And, of course, on the flip side, if you're taking abuse, it's time to acknowledge that and say, you know what? It's not my fault, but now that I'm aware of it, now I can do something about it. But a lot of times people feel trapped. They don't feel like they can even do anything about it. I know women come to me and they say, "I just, I, I, there's nowhere to go. I, I don't know what to do. I, he's got the money. He's got the, the kids. He's got the house. He wants me to leave. He threatens me out to take all of that from me if I leave. How do you deal with that, Rosie? It,
4: it, well, that's reality. And that's why a lot of women don't leave. And for me, um, I was in the Middle East, so I could not. I chose not to leave until my daughter turned major because in, in the Middle East, there's no custody battle. You know, just to good, you know, I, I wasn't going to leave without my daughter. I was not going to le- lose her. So I had to wait till she turned at least 18. So these are, these are, are, this is the reality. But I, I said to myself, you know what? I deserve a happy and joyful life. My daughter and I deserve this happy life. And it's just like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, to be a martyr. And I said to myself, I, said, I wasn't going to survive. I knew I wasn't going to live if I stayed. And it's just like desperation creates solutions.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you, you were smart about that because, um, you know, it does get worse. It gets worse for the victim and the abuser gets worse. You know, it's, it's, here's the thing, you know, when and I, I, I see this in whether it's in, in what we're talking about here, all areas of life, really, you know, when something's not going right and you don't acknowledge it, you get a little tap. If you still don't acknowledge that, you get little, uh, a little uh, hit. If you still don't acknowledge that, you might get a, a baseball board, uh, bat over your head, you know, metaphorically speaking. So we have to pay attention to what's not working in our lives. If we don't, it, it, it can get worse. So don't think that we're talking here. If you're listening, you're tuning in, you think that there's a situation in your life right now. You're sitting in an abusive situation or you're the abuser either way. It's going to get worse unless you get help.
4: And don't think that the children don't know and staying for the children. I, I bought into that as well. So how do you get out? You get out by ha- by by talking to somebody who can support you. you can, and I'm going to tell you, you cannot do this alone. You just, even one other person and that other person in my case was my brother. And then I had another support group, but you you can't do it alone, but you deserve to get out. You deserve to be treated with kindness and you may not believe that yet, but that's a big message that I want women to, to believe in that as bad as it, you, you think, you know, no money, no job, no, no, nothing You will die in that marriage. You know, you will have already probably lost your soul. I mean, you're looking at me now, Ken, but you know, that's how I look, you know, 10 years ago, but I was empty inside. I was completely destroyed. And the life I have now, I I can't even believe 10 years ago, I was still there. And it's like, there's nothing like your freedom. There's nothing like reclaiming who you really are and you can get the help
1: you can get the help. Rosie, let's talk about uh, I know you have a uh, a gift uh, for some of the listeners. Uh, I want to mention that and then um, we're going to we're going to have you back on the next segment. So tell me uh, the gift that you have and where they can get that at.
4: So the gift is called 11 keys to confidently ask for what you want, uh, because as I say I got the ask kicked out of me. You know, I lost who I was. And you can go to the love is kind network.com to grab that gift and uh, I spell out in just you know simple steps what you need to do to create that to, to build yourself up so you can ask for help, even that's, you know set great. your boundaries. There, there's so many good pieces of information there. and again, this is all based on my personal experience of what I've lived through. And how I've rebuilt my life.
1: So you get that at theloveiskindnetwork.com. Again, theloveiskindnetwork.com. Okay, listen. Um, I want to ask you a question. All right. We I need to know about boundaries. Okay. Talk to me about boundaries.
4: Yeah, this is a big problem for women. You know, and I just know I I, I didn't have the ones that I needed. But for example, I, I spoke to this other woman. She'd been married. She was divorced and she was going to, you know, dating somebody. And she said, look, she told the guy, if you yell at me once, it's over. So it's having the, you know, believing in yourself that you tell the person exactly how you want to be treated. And boundaries is not about creating a wall. Sometimes it's like creating this wall to protect yourself. No, boundaries is teaching the other person how you want to be treated. No, you do not yell at me. I will not accept insults. I will not accept any put downs. I will not tell I will not accept you telling me that I'm a liar. And you, and if they do it once, you might give them, you tell them, give them a little warning. I mean, diplomatically, it's not like this is a, you know, but you know, you're dealing with Sony. But if they don't acknowledge it or they make excuses for it. And most importantly, they don't change their behavior. Those are all red, big, big signs that this is not a healthy relationship. You're the only one. You are in charge of, of establishing your boundaries, creating your boundaries and maintaining your boundaries. The other person can do whatever they want. Okay. But they're free.
1: Well, you know what I what I get is that that big piece that you said uh, just a while back is, you know, this is uh, we're talking about it on the air. But, you know. Uh, it's important to get help. It's important to get help if you're in in, uh, in a relationship that's not working. Um, you know there are national hotlines you can talk uh, talk to. Um, I didn't. Do you have the numbers for those at all, Rosie? Or
4: I don't, but I will have them on my website. Okay, you're
1: she'll have helping. them on her website for you. So that's uh, you go to, the love, is yes. kind. Network.com, the love is kind Network.com. All right, let, Rosie, will you stay over in the next section? I, I'm sure. loving what we're doing here. And um, I, I want to talk about fears because, listen, there's a lot of people running in fear and their whole life is fearful. How in the heck do we get out of it? We'll be answering that when we come right back.
0: We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster.
3: Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love?
2: Would you like to help someone
3: in need to move
2: from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org.
0: We're back with Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. And now, your host, Ken D. Foster.
2: So, as a
1: business owner, your online presence is more important than ever. People look for you online before they'll pick up the phone. That's why the right image of yourself and branding of your business is vital. I've come across one of the best photographers in the San Diego area. Her name is Ann Landstrom. She does work around the country also. And the company is called AnnPhotography.com. AnnPhotography.com. I recommend you give her a call. She promises to give you images that will bring out the best in you and your business. That is anphotography.com. Her phone number is 760-610-6263. That's 760-610-6263. What a show. If you just tuned in, we're talking about the courage to overcome abuse in our homes and in our nation. And my special guest is Rosia Yellow. She's an expert in this area. She's lived through it. And she's lived to tell her own story. But more importantly, uh, that story has been changed into a life that's uh, full of giving back and helping other women to uh, come out of abusive relationships. Uh, During the break, Rosie, you and I were talking about um, denial and how that's such a big piece for people staying in these abusive relationships.
4: Yeah. I mean, even after I realized I was in an abusive relationship, it's like I didn't want to accept it. And and a lot of women, again, we keep saying we're going to make it, we're going to still make it better. Even though all the signs are there, they're putting us down. We're feeling like crap or, We're we're being diminished. All of that, they do one good thing. And it's like, okay, well, it, it can work out. I'm sure if I love him, if I just do this one thing, this one more time, it's going to work. And what I like to share with women is that, yes, there is this good side of that person, but there's also that really bad side. And you have to accept that that bad side will not only not leave, it will get worse over time.
1: You know, and and I think we want to say this, too. You know, everybody has a dark side. All right. Everybody has a dark side. We all are walking with you know two sides, right? We've got the goodness and we've got the negativity in us, right? Rosie's not talking about uh, the, um, uh, the 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 person that uh, makes a slight a comment now and then. She's talking about consistent behaviors that are putting you down, taking away your spirit, making you feel less than, uh, really not empowering you. It's really the the whole. The whole point of an abuser is to control you and take away your power. So this is right. what we're talking about.
4: That's exactly right. And, uh, and they do it with such ease. It's, it's almost uh, ludicrous. How, and then how we could just get sucked into it. But I want you to just open up your mind that you don't deserve this. You know, Just, just understand you don't deserve this and he won't change. And you deserve to create your life now. And it takes a lot of courage, just like what we're talking about here on his show. To, it does take a lot of the courage, and that's why you need you need help and support to get that, to get the courage when you're failing.
1: And, you know, courage uh, is an interesting word. It really comes from the Latin word cour, C-O-U, which means heart. So when your heart is saying, you know, this something's wrong here, something's off, I, I'm not feeling connected. You know, usually I in, in abusive relationships, I think it's that, that ping pong, right? They do the nice thing and then you're like, oh, my heart's open again. Right? right. Should your heart be open when something nice happens when you're in an abusive relationship?
4: You have to start being aware of the patterns of the abuser. And that's why not to get sucked into... All the all the good things which we all do. I and mean, it's it's a roller coaster. If you see that your relationship is a roller coaster, well, it's really high highs and then lows, and and you keep making excuses for that behavior, watch out. Those are the warning signs. If I know how difficult it is to leave, you know, I lived for twenty five years. I created an international escape. I know what it's like. I'm telling you that your life is worth it, and to you start to be open to accepting these ideas that you can have a life that you deserve.
1: You can have an amazing life. And I think that there's, a, there's another piece here. Um, so the denial um, is easily broken if you look at one pattern. Is the person that you're, uh, you're in a relationship with, are they making a commitment to change? Are they in therapy? Are they in uh, some, you know, are they doing personal development work? Are they finding a spiritual path? Are they doing something that is breaking whatever their pattern is? And if they're not, and this isn't going on on a consistent basis, you don't deserve to be in that relationship. You need to leave, in my opinion.
4: It's, you know, if they say, oh, I'm so sorry, I'll never do that again. Again, what Ken was exactly saying, it's like, it's the behavior. You want to to look at the behavior changes. If there's no behavior change or no behavior acknowledgement, they may apologize, but there's not even a behavior acknowledgement. We all, they can say any word they want, but we want to focus on the patterns of behavior.
1: Patterns of behavior. Now, Okay, I see the pattern of behavior. They're not making any changes. They tell me they're going to make changes. We well, just, you know, we went to the counselor once, and the counselor gave the, uh, the my relationship uh, some uh, some new fuel and uh, ideas of ways to change things. But nothing's happening. This was a month ago or two months ago, and and now it's it's getting worse again, and I'm I'm in the same prop place. The biggest challenge most people have is fear, I think. Fear of getting out of this stuff. How, you know, you were in a very fearful place for your life. Yeah. How, do you, how do you break it? How do you get out of the fear?
4: There are lots of steps to getting out of the fear. One is that you start to believe that you deserve this life. Secondly, you you start planning. You start planning to get out. And the first thing in the planning process is never, ever ever tell your abuser that you're planning to leave. Even if they have never been physically abusive before, there is a high percentage that want, if you let them know, you know, Ken was talking about, we were talking about control before, they will clamp down on you so hard and so fast, You want to, your head will start to spin. So as, you know, what is courage? Courage is moving through the fear, moving, believing in yourself, even if you have just the, the, a thread of belief. And if you don't have that thread of belief, when you get somebody to work with you, to to believe in you, they're going to help you have that courage because it's so challenging. Start planning. Start, you know, get a credit card in your own name. Get, uh, start taking you know, copies of documents. I mean, there's really practical things to start doing. Uh, and, you know, I have a list of those as well. I mean, They're on your website, yeah, by the way. Things will be I coming. Wanna,
1: I want to give that out again yeah. because... Um, we over the break, we were talking about, you know, if somebody's in an abusive situation, you know, uh, what do they do? Well, uh, I think the first step you do is is go to the loveiskindnetwork.com, uh, Rosie, and contact Rosie. If she has, she was saying like, you know, 25, 35, 40 uh, different uh, support groups that she can help you with.
4: Yeah, I have a list of hotlines and they can contact me um, directly through the site. Um, I also have other. Other handouts that I don't have on the site right yet because I'm waiting to to get uh, get them ready. But I do have them uh, on the escape. And I, I have to kind of, you know, I want to make sure they get in the right hands as well.
1: So, Rosie, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just about out of time here, but mm-hmm. um, final thoughts. If somebody's listening in here right now and, you know, and they're in that situation where they, they need to get out, what what what's your best advice to
4: them? I want you to tell yourself every day, That I deserve to be treated with kindness. I deserve to create a joyful life. I don't have to live like this anymore. And it doesn't matter. You know, I'm Catholic, so, you know, I know the religious part. I know all the social mores. Your life is more important than anything and anybody and your children's if you have children. So I want you to start saying those mantras every single day. Just say them. Because the first thing is to really start to believing in yourself because I believe in you.
1: That's awesome. Okay. I love it. Rosie, thank you so much. Rosie Yellow and And uh, again, her website is theloveiskindnetwork.com. Theloveiskindnetwork.com. In my next segment, we're going to be talking about how to overcome some of these challenges we've been talking about and um, taking it to the next step. I'll we'll be talking about my new book that's coming out, The Courage to Change Everything. If that's you, you're ready to change everything? Stay tuned.
0: We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster.
2: Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org.
3: That's starsofcourage.org. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life, and you're not doing the things you want or love?
0: We're back with Voices of Courage and now your host Ken D Foster. Whatever cuz I love the adrenaline in my veins. I
1: do whatever it takes. Well, I want to say that as a business owner there's one group that I go to and it's womenswisdom.net. Now, I'm a, why do I go to a women's group? Well, I'll tell you, my, I'll give you a little insight. My wife owns the group, <laughs> so <laughs> womenswisdom.net. But it, I have to say this. I have met the most incredible, amazing women that are really dedicated to living a life of joy, happiness, and love, and expanding who they are, and bringing their presence and their messages to many people in this world. That's what that network is all about. And it's uh, women supporting women in friendship and business and bringing their souls together in ways that create change for others. So you can find them at womenswisdom.net. That's womenswisdom.net. The show is called The Courage to Overcome Abuse in Our Homes and Our Nation. And I want to say this. Bullies. Bullies. We have bullies in Top areas of government. We have bullies in our communities. We have bullies in our schools. We have bullies in our homes. We have bullies on the internet. There's one thing bullies all have in common is that they're cowards. They're cowards. They're afraid to look at themselves. They're afraid to look at the damage that they've created in others' lives. They're afraid to look at the havoc that they're wreaking. In other people's lives, and they're afraid to look at themselves. They're afraid to look at their dark side. You know, I mentioned earlier in the show we all have dark sides, but bullies have dark sides that are, that they're in denial of. Of, they don't even acknowledge that they have a dark side. You see, they judge their lives from what's wrong with everybody else, and they never step back to look at what's wrong with me. What do I need to to, to change? And they, they have another thing in common. You know, they're, they're the I generation. It's all about me.com. And they don't realize that we're all connected. That what I'm doing to another human being, I'm actually doing to myself. They don't get it. just don't get the concept. That when you're hurting another human being, you're actually hurting yourself. You're hurting your family. You're hurting, you're hurting those around you. And why do I say that? Well, bullies probably wouldn't get this. But everything is energetically connected. And if you're living from your dark side, you're living in a very low, low consciousness. A place of low vibration, low energy, and you attract that crap in your life. So your life as a bully, what happens? You attract other bullies in. You talk about bullying about other people. You talk about hurting other people. And your life sucks. So if you're a bully and you're listening to this, you may want to take a moment and start to realize that even you can change. Even you can bring love and joy in this world by stopping your actions and being able to open your heart to maybe what's good for you and good for the rest. All right, my new book, The Courage to Change Everything. Are you ready to change? Well, I'm going to read from day 258. This book is written... For those that really want to make a difference and change their lives, change their thinking, change how they show up in life, and I drip on you every day with a little wisdom, a little guidance, and a little understanding. When one has nothing to lose, one becomes courageous. We are timid only when there is something we can still cling to. It's from Don Juan Castaneda. Often challenges show up in our lives as a signal that it's time to change. And what is change? It is being or doing something different. It is not thinking about doing something different. It is being a different energy, vibration, or doing what hasn't been done before. Think about this for a moment in your own life. Have you ever stayed in a relationship or work environment too long thinking that things will get better, only to find that things seem to get worse no matter what you do? We resist change. We are, we are met, and when we do, we're met with many problems. The world is set up this way. Have you noticed that pain is a great motivator? Whatever we resist will persist until we recognize and acknowledge what is not working and remember that we have the power to change our lives, our relationships. I'm not saying to leave your relationship or job. But what I'm saying is look at your part in creating the circumstances and then earn your way out by doing what it takes to recreate your relationships or your work environments in a positive new light. Today, ask, what am I committed to changing in my life no matter what? What has to happen for me to actually change? Great question. And how can I free myself from circular thinking so that I can be the change I'm choosing. Okay, you can get this book on thecouragetochange.com, thecouragetochange.com. It's coming out soon. And that last question, what has to happen for me to actually change? Well, I'd really like you as my listeners to reflect on that this week. You know, if you only had two years to live, Right? I know you don't even want to hear this or think about this for most of you. But honestly, you know, mortality is there. Someday you're going to, live to leave the planet. So if you only had a couple of years to live, what is it that you'd like to do that you haven't done? In and in, in make a positive contribution in this world. And, and bring more maybe joy and peace and love in this world. And maybe there's something, you know, even deeper for you. Maybe there's something that you want to forgive yourself for, you know. And if you only had a couple years, I mean, it's like, wow, when are you going to start? What if you only had a couple days? When are you going to start? When are you going to start letting it go, surrendering to something that's greater than yourself? It's your soul. It's your spirit. And really be able to take your life to a new level. Okay. Been a great show, been a uh, been a powerful show and I hope you will continue to like us on Facebook and give me some feedback. You know, this uh, show replays at voicesofcourage.us and you can listen to all of our shows and I hope you'll let your friends know about this show on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and Rosie, thank you so much for being my guest here in the studio. You. you really you rocked it today. And for those of you that are tuning in consistently, now is the time to live courageously. And now is the time to see the unseeable, to know the unknowable, and to do the impossible by tuning into your own courage. Have a blessed week.
0: Thanks for joining us for Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. Be sure to join us next Sunday at 10 a.m. as Ken brings more stories of courage that will inspire greatness within you and change your life for the better. This has been Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster.